You are listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. During these podcasts, we'll be exploring all of the different opportunities that we get to seize the day on a daily basis and what tools and what changes we can make in order to grab those goals. Are you ready to make change? Hello, everyone. How are you all? You are listening to me, Natalie Miller-Snell, and this is Seize the Day. Now, you've had a couple of shows, or three shows rather, of life stories before today. Linda Riley, Patrick Hill, Cara Sayer, such rich, incredible conversations, and really, I mean, wonderful shares, actually, from all of my guests. I'm really curious to know, what did you take from the episodes? How were they for you? Linda's story for me was quite remarkable and a really incredible way to reflect back to how what it was like for folk in the 70s to come out and the kind of struggles that people had and then becoming an activist as well and what that means in terms of supporting representation and you know how important diversity and inclusion is. Then on to Patrick's show I mean, I, I mean, I adore Patrick. He's a good friend and I loved having him on. I found his candid nature about teaching, how important it is to be there for children and, you know, admit that boredom in the learning process. And then the importance and the brilliance around the coaching environment and how we can all work together and really find a closeness in that supportive nature that we have when we're working in the coaching arena and environment I loved I loved that show and then Cara all of those knowledge bombs I mean absolutely outstanding the the insights and tidbits that she gave in and around trademarking how to start a business you know to just kind of get on and do it and also to not worry because things do work out and to take care of ourselves so really great shows I hope you enjoyed them all and like I say I'd be really 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 curious to understand what you took from them and, you know, how, how they affected you. So please do drop me a line. Now, it's July. This show is airing at the 8th of July. 8th of July is airing. So three things I wanted to tell you about that's happening in July. Number one, it's a year anniversary for NMS coaching. I cannot believe it. That's the 17th of July. And to celebrate, I am launching Gap Membership, which you will have heard me speak about before. Growth, authenticity and purpose. A membership where we can all learn and grow together. Be authentically ourselves. Figure out what it is that we want to do in life. Grow, have some challenges, bit of support, group coaching on a, on a monthly basis um, and, you know, time with me. So I'm really excited for that to launch. It's going to be beta um, testing, if you like, in its launch capacity because it's the first time I've done this. So I'm looking to grow the framework with a small group of individuals. So it'll be discounted. Get on the mailing list, which will be in the show notes. And I've also got it on my website to find out more about it. That is launching on the 17th of July. The second thing this month, Seize the Day is three years old on the 26th of July. I literally can't believe that either. It's quite amazing. So I will be giving out some freebies. Keep an eye out on that. And then finally, I am launching this month, um, and I have launched already, a new Facebook group called Dare to Be You. It's a free Facebook group. I'm going to be doing regular weekly lives in there. There'll be challenges. There'll be supportive, motivational content. And it's all about, you know, a community spirit again to keep us 
all learning and growing and uplifted together. So come and get involved in all of those items. NMS Coaching and Gap, oh my goodness, uh, a year uh, in on the 17th, it's quite balmy. Caesar Day is three years on the 26th and the Facebook group. Now for today's show and something I've been talking about recently is our inner critic. We all have one. How do we tame that inner critic that's in our mind and in our head, you know, giving us all that negative chat and potentially holding us back from doing things? You know, what, what does it mean when I say inner critic and taming your inner critic or silencing and reprogramming your inner critic? What does your inner critic mean for you and how does it work for you? So for me, for example, I, you know, I experience doubt. That's where my inner critic kicks in. Uh, questions, experiences and, you know, how relevant they were or is it right to do that? Um, I may berate myself for some hiccups, uh, potentially. And this certainly used to be an older narrative. I, I don't have this anymore because of some tips we'll go through now in terms of helping support change that. Um, but I used to say, I, you know, I'm not good enough for that. I'm not worthy enough. That's not for me. It's for other folk. So do any of those resonate with you? Um, I'm sure probably a few of them land with you or you might well just have your own. But our inner critic is really, you know, it can have quite a loud and powerful voice in our heads to stop us moving forward. And the interesting dynamic in growth, and, you know, many folk talk about this. We have to step outside of our comfort zone in order to grow, in order to develop. So we need to be able to get hold of that you know, inner critic and say, you know, please be quiet. I don't need you. You might have been protecting me before for whatever reason, you know, to keep me safe. But now I want to move forward and just be quiet. <laughs> okay. So a few tips to help in that regard, keep our inner critic, you know, a little bit more quiet so we can move on and get stuff done. The first thing, which is absolutely fundamentally important is our language and how we communicate with ourselves. And it's worth considering the communication is how we're communicating with ourselves. Think about when you're reframing, how do you communicate with your friends and what would you say to friends? So, you know, all that negative language that, you know, that you're no good at this perhaps, or as I mentioned earlier, Anything that's a doubting kind of facility in terms of language, you can't do that, you're not capable, you're rubbish, you won't succeed, there's no point in me trying, I'll never do it. Think about reframing language that will help support change that narrative. So literally substituting the negative words for positive ones. And if you struggle with doing that, Try to find the bridging language that helps get you to the next step. So it's not quite you're there yet. It's, you know, I'm working towards or I am learning to become. I am, you know, progressing this way. I am a work in progress and I am going to be X. Really, you know, reframe the language. It lifts our moods. When we change the language to a positive note, you'll feel it and hear it in your own tonality in your voice. You know, if I sit here and say, I'm not good at that, I'm quite rubbish, I'm, yeah, never going to succeed. It's quite a dull tone to it. Whereas if I reframe that and say, you know what, I'm not so good at this, but I am learning and I will do well. I am going to become the next best, whatever it is. First off, I feel better saying that the language is so much more positive. Plus, it just it lifts your mood. It's an entirely incredible thing. So language is really key to silence the inner critic and language comes into everything. 
There's also self-compassion and kindness. And again, I would, you know, we're we're talking about how you relate that to yourself. I would also consider how do you use uh, compassion and kindness to your friends? Because if you wouldn't deal with your friends in the way that you deal with you, why are you dealing with yourself in that way? It's really interesting to view it that way. What do I need to unlearn in terms of how I treat myself to move forward and treat myself with self-compassion and kindness? We all make mistakes. We all make mistakes. And that's okay. It's part of learning. It's part of growing. When a child is born and they learn how to walk, they fall over repeatedly. They need support. They need to be, you know, just kind of helped up again. They don't stop. They carry on learning. They don't tell themselves off for, oh, crikey, I fell over. Learning is part of, you know, it's part of our life for us to move forward. So having compassion and kindness to ourselves when we do have hiccups is a really important thing. So self-compassion and kindness, look at that and try and bring that into your life and how you talk to yourself. And gratitude. Now, Lisa King and I, who I co-moderate with um, on Cubhouse, we do a, a self-love room. We talk about gratitude a decent bit. And certainly I do. I've I put a, um, an image up recently of the gratitude cycle, which I'm going to be talking about a bit more in future. But gratitude really is quite an incredible thing. When we are grateful with everything we have around us, we are optimistic. Optimism enables the resilience. Resilience brings on growth. Growth enables opportunities and opportunities then make us grateful again. So when we sit ourselves in that gorgeous cycle, when we are grateful for everything that we have around us, and it can be the really small stuff, it doesn't have to be huge, the really small stuff is equally important, it can really transform how we see things. And if you can commit that to a journal or a daily practice of being grateful for what's around you, your mindset will change massively to alter that inner critic, to alter that narrative, because we instantly start, not instantly, we start to recognize and see things in a positive light. And we're able to silence the the noise because actually we see things positively and we see things as they are. So gratitude is really important. And also celebrating success. I'm a coach. As part of the journey in any coaching session I have with any client, it's massively important to celebrate success. And again, the small stuff too. Celebrating, you know, we mentioned to somebody in Clubhouse yesterday, celebrating, actually acknowledging things or, um, you know, doing something for the first time that, you, you know, you would never have done before. Or Lisa joined me on an Instagram live yesterday, her first time. Celebrate that. It makes us feel good. Celebrating success and ticking off tasks enables those gorgeous chemicals that we naturally produce in our bodies. That, you know, the achieving a task, the dopamines, the serotonins when we go out in nature and we walk about, the oxytocin when we're, you know, we're kind and so on to friends. All of that good stuff really helps us and enables us to silence inner critics. So celebrate success. And if you want a really powerful exercise, and I believe I've mentioned this before in one of the shows, stand in front of a mirror and tell yourself you love you, or rather you would say, I love you to yourself in the mirror. It's so powerful. I cannot begin to tell you or express how powerful it is. I've done it before and it made me cry following a a Mel Robbins um, video that she posted. It's so powerful. So tell yourself, I love you. Tell yourself daily what you love about yourself. 
So you can reflect on that and really take it home and hold it close to your heart as the unique, incredible individual that you are. Remind yourself of your brilliance and what you love about yourself. And then, you know, you're muting that inner critic. It's like a muscle. It's something we need to work on. I still have to do it, not as regularly, but I, you know, still have to pull myself up. It's a muscle we need to work on. And that, you know, when you do that analogy completely, when you're working at the gym, your muscle needs to keep going through the cycle, keep repeating to grow and get stronger. It's exactly the same for the inner critic. Work on your language, your kindness to yourself and your self-compassion, gratitude, celebrating all success and wins, all of them. Tell yourself you love yourself and all, you know, tell yourself all the great things you love about you and just keep it on repeat. Consistency is what matters. Keep it on repeat. Put them up on the wall if you need to, but keep repeating those in a consistent way. So I hope this helps uh, and has been beneficial in terms of helping silence that inner critic. Just a few of these, if you implement, will have a you know profound impact on life. I'd be really curious to understand if you um, document it or perhaps document what you're doing and how you're doing it and see over a period of time how long it takes to shift that narrative. I'd be really curious to understand from you. And don't forget to head over to my new Facebook group and come and join us and then look out for the anniversaries this month for NMS coaching and seize the day and what I've got coming up, including Gap. Thank you so much for being here again. I absolutely love doing these shows. Take care. Look after yourself. Keep well. You have been listening to Seize the Day with Natalie Miller-Snell. All contact information can be found in the show notes, together with any links to websites I may have referred to in the show. If you've enjoyed this show, please pop over to seizetheday.simplecast.com where you'll find all of my other shows. Or you can visit me at nmscoaching.co.uk. I can't wait to hear from you. Thank you, thank you, thank you.